What's up? It's Obi, and want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the podcast. This is the meat and potatoes of our morning show served up to you daily. So let's jump in because it's a full plate. Obi and Ashley in the morning. The tourist destination capital of the world. We've got some concerts going on this week here at uh, House of Blues, which are just going to be amazing. Randy Hauser is going to be tomorrow night. Yeah. Then after him, Chris Lane. That's going to be another amazing show, and that's going to be on Friday night. So excited. So, of course, we're trying to get you into both of these shows as there is a sense of urgency. So, Randy Hauser today, let's do those at 710. And the great thing about those is Ashley was able to secure some meet and greet opportunities, which means you get to hang out with him. And uh, what's great about those shows at House of Blues you never know, like Chris Lane tomorrow or Chris Lane on Friday. Sorry. You know, his wife is going to be shopping. They're going to Disney during the day. Hanging out yeah. at Disney Springs while he does his show. Maybe even hanging out there. So anyway, same thing with Randy Hauser. So that's going to be great. Um, and no one has yet to guess the K92.3 secret sum. Nope. It's $1,800. So you got a lot of money that you could be winning coming up at 8, 8 a.m. P.S like 49 degrees outside so if you're leaving haven't left the house yet grab a jacket it's gonna be chilly all day all right so uh it's gonna be a packed morning that plus more talk about k923's all-star jam this is our 25th year doing two of them in 2020 so all that talk and more it's gonna be a packed morning and chilly let's do it this is your national anthem with obi and ashley on k923 it is obi and ashley and this morning just like we do every single morning at this time we have the privilege to play the nation's song and as we play the national anthem we could just press play but it means a lot to us to send it out to individuals, whether it's our first responders, uh, educa- educators out there. Uh, today, we have something kind of interesting because we are the land of tourism. Yes. We are the land of attractions. This is very interesting. I had never seen this before until Obi brought it up yesterday. It's called the IAAPA Expo, and it happens over. It happens here in Orlando, but they're expecting 38,000 attendees from around the world. Um, also, the ones that make the largest theme park, amusement park rides, the technology, everything that industry. So everything that they're using to create rides here in Orlando, everyone from SeaWorld to Disney, you know, all these different theme parks, even, you know, like the fun spots that have different technologies of the roller coasters of what may be happening and what they can add to their parks. This is like the giant expo for all that. I want to thank my buddy, Tony Oxford, who got me tickets to this thing. I'm going to try to go to it because you're right, Ashley. It's it's not just the rides, but it's everything from the technologies of the uh, smells. For instance, when they now are able to provide you with more than just 3D, there's 4D. 5D. There's all these different uh, experiences. So to everybody who right now you're setting up your booths, you're unloading your trucks, you're becoming a big part of what's happening here in uh, Central Florida's history. So to you this morning, the National Anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rock is red glare The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave. 
So shout out to Darren again for putting himself out there with the second date update, living in a tiny house. I think that that's so cool because I've seen it on TV. Right. I've never seen it in person. And it's good for him right now as a single dude. That's for sure. But what she was saying with like the family, that's got to oh, be tough. Goodness. All right. Uh, here we are on K92.3. I do want to talk about family. You just brought it up. I want to bring it up because it's something that's going on in our household where we have different parenting styles right now uh, starting to clash a little bit. You and, um, your, you and your wife? Yeah, so I, I, so I kind of want to put this out there, okay? Please help me out. Help me feel good about being the stricter parent. I am the stricter parent. Are you the stricter parent or are you the one who's a little more easygoing? How about who is the strict parent? 844-254-9232. So wait, okay. tell tell us because I'm not a parent yet, and I can only imagine once you start having kids, that's the only way you start realizing your significant other's parenting style because you're never gonna know until that other human is involved. Well, and listen, I, I'm not claiming that anybody's got it right because all of us, you know, you you could read a book all day on parenting, right? But once you're experiencing it, once you're in the fire, man, it's just completely different. And what we've got going on in the house is. My wife is a little more lenient, and you moms out there, you probably understand this because y'all have the genes to be a little more patient, a little more forgiving, a little, you've got more grace built into <laughs> that, your system. Is that genetic? <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be because, well, and then here's where I feel bad is because I feel like as the leader of the home, I've only got a small window to create this foundation for my kids. So if my son happens to be a little tornado that everywhere he goes, he leaves stuff behind, uh, leaves trash all over the place. I feel like I've only got this little window to really, really, really bake it into his brain. So this way, when he dates later on and he's 17, 18, 19 years old, he's a, he's a well put together kid. So... Give us an example of how you're stricter then. So what is your, what is Erica, your wife, doing? Is she like, so, oh, whatever, it's a mess, just leave it? And to, you're... Her, to her, I think my style is just a little, I think I come off very grumpy, where she's like, your words matter. And and I'm like, honey, that soft, that soft bread, butter bread sp <laughs> spreading that you're doing on the kids, it takes too long. I get straight to the meat and potatoes of, listen, pick up the crap behind you. You got stuff over here. Do your shoes belong over here? You know come what, on, guys. Though? From an outsider looking in, don't you need, doesn't like a family need that balance? Someone has to be you in that in that parenting style and someone's got to be her. Like, I feel like that's a normal thing, right? I don't need the wife going around telling the kids that, dad, well, daddy's just grumpy again. They will appreciate it later when they're not hot messes. All right. So <laughs> out of you two in your family, who is the stricter parent? It's shine time. Okay. So we've got a good shine time going on. Appreciate everybody who's calling up. 844-254-9232. Parenting styles. Who is the stricter? It's turning out in my household that I'm definitely the stricter one. Now, stricter, it's slash grumpy, my wife calls me. Grumpy dad. But are you just like, are you just trying to lay down the law? I think it's so interesting to hear about this because people don't know what kind of parent they're going to be until they have to be a parent. Well, and it's interesting. I heard my kids on Sunday at church tell somebody else because somebody else was giving a... Somebody else was giving me a compliment. They were like, hey, your dad's so fun. He's so cool. And they were like, he's not like this at home. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, yeah, you wait till we get home. Well, I mean, somebody's <laughs> got to put their foot down, though. I mean, you know that. Uh, yeah, and of course, I love them. I know their potential. That's the thing is that I know and I can see their potential. And I just want them to have a great foundation. But uh, sometimes I guess that comes off as grump grumpy. Good morning. What's your name? Good morning. How are you? Yeah, doing fantastic. Okay, so who's this and where are you from? I'm Shauna from the Villages, I guess. Okay, hey. okay. Out of the parenting styles, 
Who's the stricter? Uh, I think it should always be the father. I think that that's what he's supposed to do in that role. Like the mother is supposed to nurture and like love and teach the child the softer things in life. And the man is supposed to teach him how to work hard, how to bring home the bread, how to still right. love, but how to make sure that you're laying down the law. I mean, your wife can do it all for sure. Women are capable of that. Sure. And that's too much stress on her. Like that's, that's why you're supposed to be there. You're supposed to be a pair together. You each take up your own yin, yin, yin. And but, they're not going to, they're not going to hate you for it down the road. Yeah. You know, it usually gets to that point when your kid turns 18 to 20 that you're trying to let them get out in the world, but they're definitely pissing you off most of the time. <laughs> hey. Hey, that's honesty right there. For Thank real. you for calling up. Oh, absolutely. You guys have a great day. You too. K92.3, talking parenting styles. Good morning. Uh, hi. I am married to my children's stepfather, and I was very firm when we were dating that I am the parent and that he is not. Oh. And that I make all decisions and that he can give me his input <laughs> in private, but he makes no decisions and he does not discipline them. Wait, are I you saying that. that because he's their stepfather? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Okay, I get that. Okay, now, yeah. I, I thought you were the stepmom coming into the scenario. I was like, <laughs> no, 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 and excuse me if this is too personal, would you have felt differently if it was their biological father? No, because I told him what to do also. <laughs> Whoa, there we go. Even though we were divorced, he would say, I don't agree with that. And I would say, you don't live here. Whoa, oh, man. I don't want to get on your bad side. Just keep sending your child support or I'll put you in jail. K92.3. From backstage to the front page, it's Ashley's All Access. Well, first of all, got to give a huge congratulations to one of our former K92.3 All-Star Jam artists, Jordan Davis. You remember him uh, from his song, Singles You Up. If he ever singles you up, if he's ever stupid enough, I'm going to be the first one calling you baby. Well, the 31-year-old and his wife, Kristen, have welcomed a daughter, Eloise Larkin Davis, uh, just this week. So she was born in Nashville, 8 pounds, 19 and 3 quarter inches long. Uh, but he said, we're overjoyed, overjoyed with the addition of our baby girl. Uh, he said, mom and baby are healthy, as can be, and we have a lot to be thankful for this holiday season. And what else is cool about their story is they didn't find out the gender until... She literally entered the room. So pretty cool. Wow. Cool experience. You know, I, I, I do. I do give it up to parents who have the uh, the patience to wait for the baby gender. I don't. Right? I know. That is awesome. And then switching gears here real quick to Hollywood because the show This Is Us has become a sensation the last two years or, or so. I mean, Emmy nominations, this and that. And Mandy Moore, a lot of people might not even realize you go back to her teen years when she lived here in Central Florida. She was getting acting jobs. She was doing commercials. Then she became a pop star with this song. Oh, that was so good, man. Right? So Those good. were the bubblegum like pop days. Well, Mandy End Moore. End the 90s. Yes, announcing that she is going back out on a tour. So she still sings. And she does it sometimes on the show This Is Us, where they actually do use her voice. But uh, next April, April of 2020, she's going to be having to stop uh, here at the Bob Carr Theater, April 8th. So that's going to be cool. I mean, that's going to be like full circle circle for her. 
Well, and I think of a lot of these people who they've had a little bit of dip in career where maybe they weren't on on the, the spotlight. Totally. And she's had one of those dips in her career where now she's able to strike while the iron's hot. I mean, she's nominated for all these huge awards like Emmys and supporting actress and lead actress roles and all kinds of stuff. So very cool. I'm definitely going to try and go to that. I'm like fangirling over that. But wanted to remind you yesterday, if you missed our big announcement about our K92.3 All-Star Jam and the fact that we are having two in 2020. We'll have more info on who's coming. You're going to find out Friday at 6.35. It's time for the O-Town Showdown. Hey, good morning, you two. Good morning. All right, so it looks like we've got ourselves Shauna over in Hunters Creek. Yep. Hey. All right, going up against Kyle, representing the Popcom. Yeah. Yeah, nice. All right, good morning, guys. All right, so we got a chance to say good morning to you two. Why don't you guys say good morning to each other? Good morning. Good morning. Hey. All right, so here's the way the game is played. We've got the beautiful Ashley right here. She's got three questions. Questions. They're not that hard. Nope. It's not who's the smartest. It's who's the quickest. Two. Using their sound and having the right answer. That's how you win the showdown, all right? So why don't we start with Shauna and what your sound's going to be when you think you're right. Okay, I'm going to say five. All right. Number five. Favorite dollar bill? Um, my five-year wedding anniversary in a couple weeks. Yeah. All right, nice. All right, man. Thank Congratulations you. for making it. Okay, Kyle and Apopka. <laughs> What's going to be your sound when you think you're right? Bam. 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 Okay. Bam. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's just get into the O-Town Showdown. Question number one. We made a huge announcement yesterday. How many K92.3 All-Star Jams will there be in 2020? Bam. What you got, Kyle? Two. That's yes! right. Yes, there's going to be two. That's right. All right, one for Apopka, which means Hunter's Creek needs one to stay in the game. All right. Question number two. According to the Dr. Seuss book, who stole Christmas? Five for him. Oh, what you got, Shannon? The Grinch. Woo! Yes. All right, so that's one for Kyle, one for Shauna, one question left. Question number three for the win. Where is Buckingham Palace located? Five. What'd you got, Shauna? In England. Yep, okay, okay. he didn't ask for a city. Yep, you're right. Okay, so that's two right there, which makes you the winner of the O-Town, O-Town Showdown. Shauna, so I hope you don't have plans tomorrow because we're taking you backstage to meet Randy Hauser at the House of Blues. Wow, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you knew that Buckingham Palace question because I didn't. Uh, Kyle, <laughs> come on in here, brother from APK. Bring come on. it in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Woo-hoo. Got that air hug, dude. Hey, thank you so much for yeah, uh, participating in another edition of the, the O-Town, O-Town. Showdown. Woo! Woo! Yeehaw! Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay. K92-3. Doing the right thing. That's right, that's right. Doing the right thing. Woo! It's time for some positivity. 725 and 925. Obi's got the story this morning. Man, this one's so good. So Jeremy Locke. Okay, Jeremy Locke owns a roofing and construction company. Now, he has been driving by Jeanette McDonald's home for quite some time. And every day that he's drove, he's driven by her house, he said, man, that, that woman's roof needs repairing. Like, somebody needs to take care of that. If anything, the government needs to step up and, uh, and you know, take care of this woman's house. For months and months and months, nothing was being done with this woman's house. So, he decided to approach Jeanette McDonald. And he said, listen, I own this roofing construction company. I would like to take it upon myself to, to repair your roof. 
she thought that he was asking, you know, for a bid. Of and, course, yeah, know, what's involved. Right. She doesn't have money, and she said, no, that's okay. You know, I'll apply for the government because he said, you know, the government should be taking care of it. And she said she would apply for it. And uh, basically just being a, a stubborn lady who just didn't trust him right. that he was going to do this for free. Months go by. Still nothing has happened to her roof. Where at this point, Jeremy said, you know what? I'm going to fix this lady's roof, but here's what I'm going to do. He went to the lady's house and said, hey, so we're giving away a free roof. We're doing a raffle. The no. raffle's free. Uh, we're taking a bunch of winners from this block. And th he took her information and called her later and said, hey, you won the free roof. No so way. She he set up a contest to make sure she won it. Exactly. So $9,000 roof on this lady's house. Now, compliments of Jeremy Locke, who uh, didn't have to do that. And you know what? I know that there are some business owners out there that you do look for opportunities to write off certain things on taxes, especially as we come towards the end of the year. Right. And what a great way to display such a, a human effort of charity yeah. right there. So $9,000, she and <laughs> she then found out. She found out that she was the only person. Who, <laughs> that one who, on the block. Who, who, yeah, so uh, she, of course, calls him a guardian angel. Aww. But that's where Jeremy stepped up and he was doing the right thing. When do you get to do the right thing? Obi and Ashley's Doing the Right Thing. Brought to you by Bel Air Heating and air conditioning. Doing the right thing. On K92.3. Well, you discovered something here that I didn't know was on Amazon because we were having a healthy discussion in here about when you purchase something from Amazon, doesn't everybody in the household kind of know it? Because you can go on Amazon, you can look under the orders and you see what everybody's been, been purchasing off of that account. Well, yeah, and this actually really just stemmed from my concern with wanting to order like my fiance Christmas gifts. And we're trying to we're trying to knock down those accounts, those monthly accounts. Yeah, that we both pay. you have Amazon accounts separately. Right. So we're trying to knock down those monthly subscriptions that we're paying separately. And I'm like, oh, Amazon's one of those that we could do. We both have an Amazon Prime account. But I don't want him to see what I order because that's how I order a lot of his gifts, a lot of his Christmas presents. So I'm like, you know what? This has got to be on Google somewhere. There's an Amazon household option where you can have different profiles. So not only for like if it's just you and your significant other, but even kids. Because I hear this, these nightmare stories all the time where a kid will get on their parents' Amazon account and start ordering things. And they're like, man, now I have to send this back. And they ordered $30 worth of this, $30 worth of that. Well, they have like teen and child profiles that you can set up where you have to approve it through a text message. So I'm like, okay, had no idea. It's all sitting there in the Amazon Prime account. Like it's free to have an Amazon household and to separate these things. Well, I think you brought up a good point though, that, uh, you know, whenever the wife purchases something from Amazon, or if I purchase something from Amazon, we kind of both know because we both get a text message. Well, and it this... shows up in your orders. If you go to my orders, it literally shows you everything you put in. So then all your gifts are ruined. Okay. So how do you solve it? This Amazon household feature, it lets you create separate profiles. So I'm not going to go into Matt's account and see what he ordered because that's if if he's doing it on purpose to hide gifts, whatever, then I don't want to be ruin the surprise. And I don't want him to know because this is how people are doing Christmas gifts, birthday gifts nowadays. And I can't just go under your account. Like, if you want to know, you want to know, right? Like, But I don't want to know. That's what I'm saying. I don't want the surprise to be ruined. So this is comes in super handy for sure. Okay, so tell everybody one more time because I, I didn't know. And this is something that does happen in our household where whenever my wife orders something or I order something, the Amazon account is under my name. So every box that comes to the front porch is assigned to my name. Yeah, so you can add like an adult, just like their name. And then you can add a teen, add a child. And this isn't like anything extra. That's why I'm like, man... If you just sit on these apps and start perusing through the options that they give you, there's a lot of stuff we don't take advantage of. I don't have time for that. 
So I'm glad that you got on there and you showed us all. So thank oh, you for the education. Oh, you're gone in 10 every day. Don't lie. K92.3. Two people. One date. Zero texts returned. Obi and Ashley's 815 second date update. We got Eric on the line. Where are you calling us from? I'm from Stanford. Okay. Morning. Good to be talking to you. If you don't mind, can we get into your story? Yeah, sure. I met this girl and I'm trying to get her to call me back, but she's not... Right. We did get that much from your email, <laughs> but we just need to find out like what happened on your date. What makes you think that, yeah, you know, we, you're going to see her again. Yeah. Before we get bombarded by information, you're not telling us. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, she is a pregnant lady, so there's that. Wow. Really? That doesn't really affect me. And I, I think it's, I think it's a shame that her baby daddy isn't going ahead and taking care of the situation. He's nowhere to be found. What made you think that this was a good idea? Not that I'm saying, like, hey, if she's pregnant, she shouldn't be going on dates. I'm not saying that at all. I just mean, like, maybe she's got a lot on her mind right now. Yeah, well, I just I think she's scared because she's pregnant, and I'm worried that she's not trying to make a commitment because of that. But I'm here for her, you know? I got this. I can, wow. I can step up. I'm just going to guess that she probably was, like, very overwhelmed. I mean, I've never been pregnant, so I can't speak from experience, but I right. can only imagine... She's going through a lot right now, so maybe let's give her a call and see if maybe she just hasn't gotten a chance to get back to you. Hello? Uh, Amelia, please. This is she. Amelia, good morning. So my name is Obi, and that's Ashley. Good morning. So, So right off the bat, I want to tell you that you've got two people on the line talking to you right now. Both of us are morning show hosts for one of the big stations yeah, in yeah, town. Yeah, I've heard of you guys. Oh, okay. Okay, so if you do you listen to the morning show? Sometimes. Do you know of the second date update? No. Okay, well, the second date update is something that we do every single day where we try to piece people back together again. And you went on a date with a guy named Eric, and we'd love to set okay. you guys back up again. I'm sorry. This is, this is kind of personal to be calling and talking about he filled us in on everything just that you're expecting congratulations by the way but that he hasn't heard back from you and he thought that like he would be able to be a part of your life we met and when he approached me he was cool and we had a good conversation i'm not with the father of my child right now and so i'm just like looking to get to know other people and when we went out to lunch things just got weird how so if you don't mind us asking he was like weirdly over complimenting me about like my pregnancy and my how my appearance would be now that I'm pregnant. Like he kept like wanting to touch my stomach and talking about how round it was and he was like asking me all these specific questions about like the pregnancy process, like if I was gonna breastfeed and where I was gonna pump and it, it, he was talking about how engorged my breast would be. Like Okay escalated and got weirder and weirder like he's obsessed with pregnant women or something like i don't know if this is a fetish so you got completely creeped out is what it sounds like yeah he was like your stomach is so beautifully round and plump oh and plump that's just really weird to say to someone especially someone that you barely know okay are you sure he wasn't just like complimenting you Wait, did, did you hear me? He said my breasts were going to be engorged. Yeah, that's a little like, much. You say that to someone you just met. <laughs> a little much. Okay, okay. I, I don't want to do Eric a, a bad by not letting him talk for himself. So he is on the line, Amelia, so now all of us can talk. 
Wait, what? Uh, yeah, I just don't think it's fair that I'm being called creepy. You know, it's just, I think it's beautiful the way that women's bodies change. Well, I don't understand why you're setting this up and doing this. Like, why would you want to put stress on me? Like, I'm a pregnant woman. Oh, wow. We definitely do not want to do that. Eric, did you know that you were being this creepy? Because we do want to get Amelia off the line if she is stressed out about this call. If she can't handle a phone call, I don't understand why she'd want to go on a date with me again. What I can't handle is your infatuation with pregnant women and then putting me on a live call, like... To just top it off. Eric, real quick, are, did you only want to go out with her because she's pregnant? Because now I'm a little, like, weirded out by this. No. I mean, she's got a glow to her. She's got a what? She's got a glow to her. A glow? Yeah, man. Like a pregnancy glow? Do you hear yourself? <laughs> so we're just going to chop this up to Amelia. You don't want a second date, and we're not going to cause you any more stress. We're going to get you off all. the line. And, uh, Eric, uh, good, good luck in the future. Dude, this is man. You're just judging me so much here. I don't even... Well, you didn't even really help. Bye, Eric. Please don't call me back. Oof. That's rough. Home of Obie and Ashley's 815 Second Date Update. We're about to start a chime time here because the second date update, unfortunately, that dude on the date, Eric, uh, seemed a little too into her being pregnant. Yeah. And, of course, there's a couple layers going on here. Like, she's dating while pregnant. Totally. That was... That's a... I mean, there's a lot of calls coming in right now because... I'm just going to say it like it is. Yeah, that was a little creepy, Eric. Just going to say, like, when you're going to say those types of things, talking about engorged breasts on a first date. Or a plump belly. Chill out, dude. Like, listen, Um, you're not going to be sitting there touching my belly. I will. Okay, so let me be devil's advocate. Not because I'm taking his side, but just because I know that a lot of times us guys, we have the best intentions. But sometimes when it rolls off the tongue, man, we sound like dummies. It sounded like he was going to be on the next episode of Dateline. Okay, so we're we're talking about uh, uh, if... Guys being into pregnant women, if that's creepy. K923, good morning. Well, you know, yeah, I was listening to that, and that's actually why I called, buddy. Um, The only thing I can think of is two and a half men where Alan was just infatuated with that girl's baby bump. I don't see that episode. See, I I do think pregnant Uh, women are so beautiful. Now, I I also do know that there's a line not to cross. Yeah, man, you definitely don't want to be rubbing on the belly. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm shocked. Good for that guy for even being open-minded and going out with somebody five months pregnant. Yeah, yeah, that is that is commendable. I gotta say, <laughs> but do you really think his do you think his intentions were all good though? <laughs> I know, I don't know. I don't know. That's a little creepy to me, Ashley. Wow. <laughs> Dude, Kevin, always appreciate Touché. you calling up, man. You've always got a good energy about you. All right. Love you guys. Be Thank good. you. Okay, so why don't we throw that question out there again? Is it creepy when a guy finds pregnant women attractive? It's almost like it's not a fetish, like an infatuation. I don't know. Chime time. Hey, it's Thomas Rhett. It's chime time. Our man, Eric, who was on the second date update, unfortunately, he is suffering from some heartache right now after going on a date with a woman who's pregnant. Unfortunately, maybe his compliments went a little too far or were just a little creepy. Because he was like totally fine with the fact that she was pregnant. He knew that. But those comments of like too much infatuation with it. Well, and some guys just don't know how to talk. I mean, I I can be one of those people (laughs) who, I mean, there are moments where I'm so proud of some of the stuff that comes out of my mouth. And then there are other moments where I'm like, dude, you... You do this for a living, and you just sounded like a dummy. Some of his comments, though, like, I'm surprised you didn't get up and walk away only because of how uncomfortable it would have been, like, the comments he was making about. Okay, mm. dating uh, dating somebody who's got an infatuation with your pregnancy. That that turned into a chime time here. Good morning. Hi, Victoria from Melbourne. 
that was a little bit creepy. But at the same time, I dated someone when I was pregnant. Oh, <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, we were actually coworkers, and ironically, I was almost five months pregnant when we started dating. We were coworkers for like a month, and then he no longer worked where we did, and we started hanging out. And fifteen years later, <laughs> what? You know, but my daughter that I was pregnant with, he was there at the birth treated my whole pregnancy like you know it was his child i wasn't with her father anymore either wow. and he actually when she was born cut her umbilical cord and like oh, wow everything and now he and and now he and i have a son together too but he totally 1000 percent stepped up was you know okay with it Bam. but he probably didn't act like eric did no, no, he did not talk about engorged breath or anything like that. You never touch a pregnant woman's belly unless she invites you to. Right, okay, true. Well, well, we love that story. We wanted to hear one of those stories. So thank wow. you so much for being bold enough. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, no problem. Have a great day. You too. Obi and Ashley in the morning. And hey, thanks again for being a part of the Obi and Ashley family. Remember, whether it's the National Anthem, the O-Town Showdown, doing the right thing. If you have somebody you want us to highlight to contribute, all you got to do is reach us on our Obi and Ashley Facebook page. To the future. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.